an HXP podcast. Created to help teenagers build their relationship with God through the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether you feel like you want to better your relationship with Christ or aren't even sure if you have one, there's a place for you here. This is Built by Him. Welcome to the very first episode of Built by Him, um, a podcast by teenagers for teenagers. Here, we're always going to start off with a hot take, and today Sam's got that for us. Spotify is better than Apple Music. No. Agreed. What? (laughs) (laughs) Apple Music is so much better. I am such a diehard Apple Music Give me one reason why. Really? Because it's so convenient. Why not use, if you have an iPhone, why not use something that's already on your phone? Sorry, are okay. you too lazy to go to the app store down. and download Spotify? Because it's better? Sam! Are you serious? No, I mean, yeah, I'm just completely serious. <laughs> Apple Music is greater than, I hope you know that. Oh, we need to simple for a real reason. Yeah. It's easy. I'm sorry, they're both equally as easy. I don't in think fact, you're going to change his mind, easy, Hollis. easier to navigate, in my opinion. Okay, right. okay. okay. <laughs> we'll let the audience decide this day. one. I'll talk about this all day. We'll let the audience decide this one. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Kira. I'm Bella. I'm Sam. And we are your co-hosts for this season of Built by Him. Um, Today we are so lucky to be joined with two amazing guests. We have Hollis here, who is our builder experience designer. He does all work with our builders. He's incredible. He's from Lehigh and he loves to socialize. And a funny story about Hollis is he was actually um, my trip leader on my HXP trip this last summer. So Tender. Yeah, tender. <laughs> Precious. <laughs> and this is Amy Antonelli. She is from Palo Alto, California, and she loves her dog, Charlie. He's the best. I'll go to the mat for it. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, guys, for this episode, what we want to talk about is we want to address the question of who are you? And to start us off, I, if you guys are familiar with HXP and you went on an HXP trip last summer, you know this box. I'm holding it up for those who are just listening on um, the podcast. But um, on the inside of our box, it was, so our theme was your true identity. And on the inside of the box, like I said, it says, um, it's a quote by our prophet, President Nelson. And he said, I believe that if the Lord were speaking to you directly tonight, the first thing he would make sure you understand is your true identity. And I think this is a quote that really needed to be spoken on today's podcast, especially with addressing the question of who are you? Because he literally says that the creator of the universe, the man who created the oceans and the stars and the sky and the clouds and us, he says that if he could tell us one thing and he was standing in front of us, it would be that we fully understand our true identity and who we are. And I think that is such a miraculous thing um, to be told, especially by the creator of the universe. Like that is the one thing that he wants you to know. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's probably been the number one driving force in my life over the last like 20 years. I, I had this really like sacred experience when I was, um, 21 and I was getting ready to go on my mission. I like went through the temple for the first time. And, um, 
I was walking into the um, room where I get my endowments, and I walked by some mirrors. It was in the DC temple, and there's like mirrors all over the halls. Um, and well, there were 20 years ago, they renovated it, so <laughs> I don't know, I haven't been back. But I was walking by this um, this one mirror, and I looked in the mirror, and I saw a woman looking back at me that wasn't me. And every single time I tell this story, I actually like love telling this story because it's it like the picture comes back to me. And I I remember sort of looking at this woman and just being mesmerized by her because she was so beautiful. I mean, I like. Have you ever seen people like that where you just like can't take their eyes off of them because they just like shine? They just like so much light and wisdom and love. And she was like spectacular. And I, I, I really think the word that I feel like defined this woman is like magnificent. She, she was somebody that was so beautiful that um, it like took over everything and I couldn't look away from her. And I, I remember I stared at her and stared at her until I finally realized that the woman I was looking at actually was me. She just wasn't, she just wasn't the woman I was then or, you know, the woman I am now. <laughs> she was the woman that I was created to be. Like what I saw in the mirror that day was the woman that I will be in like 10,000 years. And um, I'm so grateful that God gave me that experience at 21 years old because my life has been so dramatically different than I would have thought it would be at 21. Like, I was getting ready to go on my mission, and like, I had a boyfriend that, you know, waited for me, and I was, as soon as I got home, gonna have my marriage and my five kids and my minivan and all of this stuff, you know? <laughs> and I feel like that was like the, the sort of the only direction that I could see my life going at that point because that was how I thought it should be. And it turned out that God had a way different plan for my life, like completely different. Like God's plan for me, because I learned to listen to the way he talks to me, and I learned to tap into like what feels right with like who I really am and who I was created to be, ended up taking me to like leprosy colonies in India and like, <laughs> you know, all over like in all over Silicon Valley. And then, you know, 10 years ago to like hang out with, thousands of teenagers and like mm -hmm. send them all over the world to, to, to build schools and hospitals and to change each other's lives along the way. And I feel like once um, upon a time, like in my eternal existence, probably long before I came to earth, I made some pretty clear um, like promises to God about who I was and who I was going to become. And I feel like that moment in the temple was so critical to my life because although it didn't go according to the plan that I had, I was able to safely trust in this God, the creator of the universe, this person who created me, that who I was becoming in the process, even though it looked a lot different than I thought it was, was exactly who he created me to become. And, um, and I'm so excited to be continuing in that process. At 49 years old, I'm still in that process. And I hope I have another 50 years on earth <laughs> where I can still become more and then thousands of years after that. But I've, I believe the power of that statement by President Nelson is so amazing because I think once you really understand who you were created to become, everything else is counterfeit. Like mm. other things that you pursue are like 
little pieces of happiness, little pieces of fun, but they're not joy. It's not real. And I think deep down inside of us, every single one of us actually understands who we were created to become because that's not something that you learn. That's something that you were literally formed to become. Mm-hmm. So wow. that's, I feel like that story so has good. like governed everything I do at HXP because that, I think once you as a teenager, like once you start to even just get a little glimpse of who you really are, and it's a lifelong process, so it's not like suddenly as 16, you're gonna suddenly just like know exactly who you were created to become. I don't think that happens. Even for me in that moment, I saw that picture, but I still think that like idea of who I was created to become is evolving and evolving. Mm -hmm. But I honestly think once you even have a glimpse of it, you start living in any other way inconsistently with who that person really is, everything else is a poor man's version of it. Everything else just feels like you're never gonna feel happy, really, truly, joyfully happy, unless you're living consistently with who you are Mm. and who you were created to become. So good, so good. Amy, thank you. And I'm just gonna touch on that idea that Amy just said where she's like, when you just get a glimpse of who you are, I think it's really important to set that foundation for ourselves when who we are and our true identity is the foundation of everything that we do. Like who you decide that you are will determine what you decide to believe in, who you decide to be friends with, the things that you decide to do and the situations that you put yourself in. So I just think having that identity be the foundation of everything that you do and learning to like know yourself more fully is something that is so necessary for life here on earth yeah and i feel like we often like especially as teenagers we're trying to figure out what that identity is and we're trying to like build up who we are and you get to pick who you decide that is and a lot of people pick like celebrities and influencers and that's who they base who they're going to become off of maybe they're like oh yeah i'm just going to identify i am a football player my whole personality i'm a cheerleader like that's who i am and but in reality, if you had put it on like, oh, Christ, like Christ, if you had picked him, if that's where you're trying to be, that changes like everything about it. Like you guys have been saying, um, I was talking to my friend the other day and I was talking about, there's a strip in my hometown. It's like downtown, the downtown main street and it's old and it's right on the water. And I was like, I want to turn it into something. I want to become something great. I want to become something like people want to go to. And I was telling her about that. And she's like, yeah, that's so cool. And she told me just the other day, she's like, you know that down like Main Street? She's like, you want to know why no one's turned it into anything? It's because it's so close to the water that now we're at a point where like the managers of these little antique shops we've thrown in there, like they can hear the water under their building. Mm. They can hear that like, oh, what we're standing on isn't safe. But they're staying on it because in order to just move Main Street and like move that, we have to go into neighborhoods. We have to get uncomfortable. We have to lose our friend groups in this circumstance. Like we built our whole thing on something that's not sound. And what's sound is Christ. Mm. But the effort it'll take to get back onto ground is so much that people are like, it's not worth it. We're just going to procrastinate. It's not worth our time, even though they can hear the water running underneath them. Mm. And I just think that is so cool to think about. I love that. What a cool idea. Where are you from, Bella? I'm from Washington. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. That's amazing. That's a great story. Thank you, Bella. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> sharing my opinion on this, I think a lot of my life has been like defining what that true identity is. 
And I think that a lot of people think that they're going to find what their true identity is and, like, what they're all about from some big events that happen in their life or, you know, something something massive, some a couple few big events or something like that. I think it's more like every single day, all the little things you do, and you do that over and over and over and over and over again. Mm. Like, what are you filling your life with? That is 90% of your life, your day-to-day, the times, you know, before after you wake up, before you go to bed, all the little things you do that all, you know, ends up becoming what you're about, really, because so that's true. what you're doing. Right. And I think you need to become really mindful of that. And I think you need to become really mindful of, like, how you feel, too, when you conduct your life in a certain way. And once you're more aware of that and you're constantly trying to, like, fine-tune it, what makes me happy, what makes me fulfilled when I'm just living my everyday life, that is what is going to make you happy. I can hear a car out there. Oh, my gosh, that's so so deep and so true. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to expose myself for a minute. When I was going on <laughs> oh, my Oh, Bella. Yeah, like, okay. yeah um, when I was play, like going on my HXP trip, I was planning on coming and I was like, you know what? It's 17 days. I'm just going to try to be someone else. And not in the sense, here's the issue. I'm already a very real person. So for me to do that, that's me choosing to go on that water. It's me choosing to like be someone that I'm not. And I was like, I had this whole plan. I'm like... I'm going to make friends. I'm just going to make friends that I wouldn't have. That, like, that wouldn't have been, the like, like who I at home I'd be friends with. I'm like, you know what? We're just going to do it. Why not? And the first day of my trip, I get really sick. Like, really sick. And I actually stayed sick most of my trip. Like, I was able to do things. I still loved it, but I was sick. To the point where, like, yeah, I'm not going to fake anything. You're just going to get the completely raw meat to the point where it's, like, actually more raw than I normally even be. Um, my trip leaders brought these notebooks and had, like, everybody write something about, like, everybody else in the group in them. I wish I had it here, but every single page just says, you're so real. I don't know how you're that real. Mm-hmm. Like, that is one of your best qualities is you're just exactly who you are. And it's got me thinking a lot, like, oh, I almost chose to, like, go somewhere else with that. I almost was going to try to make these friends off somebody I'm not really as a person. And um, it just got me thinking, like, okay, God actually, like, he intervened. He said, no, you're on the right track. Don't stop now. And so, like, yeah, it would have just been 17 days. Maybe, like, I see them often, but not, like, every day. It's not like my, like, friends at home who I'd see all the time. So it's like, yeah, maybe it would have been fine. But, like, God was like, no, you know who you are you know who you are supposed to be, like, be yourself. Mm-hmm. And one quick thing I want to add on from President Nelson as well. Um, he just always got this wisdom. And I think he said something. I'm not going to say the quote or try to say it because I'll butcher it. But he said something along the lines of, like, how happy you are in life comes from the focus of your life. Um, and I think that is the key to all this. It's, like, really find out what the focus of your life will be. And I know we're talking about, like, eternal things as well during this podcast but think about if you just died today and you're at your funeral watching it what are people going to say about you how are they going to talk about you and Mm -hmm. what you were about and what the focus of your life was and so I think if you're so intentional about your everyday focus what is my purpose for doing this that and the other it seems kind of mundane but it actually brings you a lot of purpose when you're doing it and that will bring you joy that will help you find your true identity I 100% agree. Like, you guys, it just, 
always blow me out of the water with your incredible just like minds the knowledge that you guys have and the wisdom it's it's fantastic and we haven't um got the amazing chance to hear a lot from Hollis today who is an incredible human being you guys but I just want to end with asking him how Hollis knowing your true identity how has that helped you feel more built by him that's such a good question I think it really starts with me being in high school and where I place my confidence in I feel like as a high schooler I place my confidence in people around me and their approval of me I was a natural people pleaser growing up. I was like, if people in the room are happy, then I'm happy. If other people in the room like what I'm doing, then I like what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I placed so much of my confidence in what other people thought of me. And if other people thought negatively of me, I would think negative about myself. Mm. And it wasn't until I understood my true identity as a child of God where it shifted for me placing my confidence in others to placing my confidence in God. Because mm -hmm. when other people said negative things about me or said things that maybe I didn't agree with, that didn't affect me because I knew who my maker was. Right. I knew who my creator was and I knew who my savior was. So when I placed my confidence in God instead of other people, I began to understand that I am a child of God mm -hmm. and I am divine because someone who created me was divine. And I think that's what really shifted of me of where I placed my confidence in. Wow. And you knew who you are because you knew whose you are. Exactly. Ooh, that was good. That is beautiful. And Kira, wow. okay. <laughs> yeah, if I, I could do it in one sentence, exactly what Kira just said. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. Um, our guests and our co-hosts and our audience listening, we hope that you were inspired today and that you found something that really resonated with you and that hopefully you can start the journey with us and figuring out who we all are right and whose we are um but thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you on our next episode thanks for having us on you guys absolutely thank you for listening to this week's episode on built by him follow us on instagram at hxp we love you god loves you and remember here there will be miracles about HXP or have a question you want answered and featured on the podcast, email us at info at hxp.org.